Hello everyone, my name is Wendy Myers. Welcome to the Myers Detox Podcast. I'm so excited about this show because we have an amazing guest. We have Dr. Q Collins and Dr. Ann Cooper talking about deuterium water. What the heck is deuterium water? And uh, what is deuterium and why low levels in our bodies equal better health, better detoxification, and prevents cancers and diabetes, and a whole host of other major chronic metabolic diseases plaguing our country today. So essentially this podcast talks about, you know, how to test for deuterium levels in our body, uh, why we have high deuterium levels, what we can do to lower the level or detox it essentially, uh, foods that are high in deuterium, and why all water, especially tap water, uh, is high in deuterium levels and what we need to do to remove this stuff. And uh, really, really interesting research that Dr. Q Collins and Dr. Ann Cooper have done in uh, coordination with all the other physicians and researchers at ddcenters.com. This is their website and where they do all of their research. And uh, it's interesting, they also talked about how carbohydrates and sugar are also high deuterium foods. And that's really the problem with those foods, not necessarily the carbohydrates, but it's the the deuterium level. So I thought that was really, really interesting as well. So we're going to talk about all these concepts and more on the show today. I know so many of you guys listening are concerned about heavy metal levels, how they are affecting your health and how to detox them. And so I created a quiz called heavymetalsquiz.com. takes two minutes to take, and that will help to determine the kind of general level of heavy metals you have in your body based on some lifestyle factors that I question you about in the quiz. And once you take the quiz, we give you kind of like the next step. So what do you need to do next to start detoxing your body? And uh, just gives you a lot of really good information. I give you like a little free video series, master classes after you take the heavy metals quiz. So if you're wondering about what your metal levels are and how to detox your body, simply go to heavymetalsquiz.com and take the quiz. Our guest today, Dr. Q Collins, is a leading scientist when it comes to developing and applying nutrition and metabolic therapies to treat cancer in people and pets. Um, He has numerous degrees. He has a PhD in clinical immunology. He has a master's in oncotherapeutics. He has a master's in experimental pathology. He's got a bachelor's degree in poverty, healthcare, and cancer epidemiology. Uh, He's the co-founder and principal investigator at the Center for Deuterium Depletion, the world's first organization to use deuterium and tracer technologies in a research clinic setting to describe and follow the health status of patients with metabolic disorders such as cancer, diabetes, and autoimmune issues. He's a principal investigator, Epigenics Foundation. Uh, for, it's a nonprofit organization created by the founders of Quest Nutrition, 
promoting research to prevent and ameliorate disease, maximize quality of life, and improve personal performance. Dr. Ann Cooper, who is also in this interview, is a native of Australia. Dr. Ann Cooper is a doctor of chiropractic and an acupuncturist, and she earned her doctor of chiropractic from the Cleveland Chiropractic College in Los Angeles, and she graduated with honors in 1997 while on the dean's list, and uh, she also has a growing commitment to total health and innovative healing therapies. Uh, which led her to continue on with over 20 years of postdoctoral experience in functional medicine and a master's degree in acupuncture and traditional Chinese medicine, graduating with the highest honors in 2011. And early in her career as a celebrity esthetician, working with great beauties such as Ava Gabor, she realized that there was much more to beauty and must be health and health must be established on a very deep cellular level. And she has a master's in acupuncture and doctor of chiropractic. Uh, she's a licensed esthetician, has lots of certifications in clinical nutrition, applied kinesiology, energy medicine, and herbal medicine. At the Center for Deuterium Depletion, Dr. Cooper actively works with patients through the, the signature health clinic and guides their day-to-day therapy. She also is a center's healthcare professional liaison, helping other clinicians implement these protocols and services into their practices. Her expertise as both an experienced natural and functional medicine practitioner helps bridge any communication gap between the center's principal and chief scientist training in allopathic medicine and the training received by chiropractors, naturopaths, acupuncturists, herbalists, nutritionists, and other partners in the medical field. You can learn more about their work and research and solutions at ddcenters.com. Dr. Q and Dr. Cooper, thank you so much for coming on the show. Well, thank you, Wendy. We're very excited about being here. Thanks, Wendy. So tell us a, a little about your background and how you got into doing research on deuterium. So I'm actually a clinical immunologist by training. Uh, I have a PhD in that, a PhD in metaphysics, a master's degree in epidemiology, a master's degree in oncotherapeutics, and an undergraduate degree in biophysics and quantum biophysics. And so I've been doing this for a long time uh, as far as studying uh, cancer uh, and its relationships to where this molecular biology or whatever else. And about four years ago, one of the conferences that I helped sponsor called Metabolic Therapeutics, which is the first ketogenic conference that was held in Tampa, uh, down with Dominic D'Agostino and funded by Quest Nutrition, who was funding my research. We had the second year, we invited a professor named Laszlo Boros from UCLA. And we invited him to come and talk to us about what he does at UCLA. He shows up to UCLA uh, and, uh, excuse me, to Tampa, and he proceeds to grab me by the collar and say, hey, doc, I know how your ketogenic diet works. And I laughed, you know, like, yeah, so do I, buddy, you know, big deal. But he, he, he says, please come down uh, later that night and I'll, I'll show you something that you don't know. And so that's what happened. He came down, 
He explained about the deuterium depleted water to myself, uh, uh, the head of Quest Nutrition, and our, 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 our contingent of people, and blew me away, understanding that after all these years, that this is the way all these things work. Essentially, that food turns into this deuterium depleted water, and this deuterium is that what controls the metabolism. And here's 40 papers that I've already published on this subject. And the next day, uh, I, I decided to open a clinic instead of myself, uh, Laszlo Boros, uh, Dr. Gabor Samoji, and Dr. Ann Cooper. We opened a clinic the very next day and decided we're going to bring this to the world. Fantastic, fantastic. So tell us, like, what does the average person need to understand about deuterium and how it relates to our mitochondria, which are our little cells, powerhouses that make our energy and, and our health? Well, why don't you go ahead? Okay, so I'm fortunate to be able to be involved with these brilliant scientists. My background is I actually started out as an esthetician, and I realized early on that your skin is a reflection of what's going on inside. And so I went on to get my doctorate in chiropractic and clinical nutrition, and then I also continued on with a master's in acupuncture and Chinese medicine. And then I was fortunate enough to be introduced to our scientists because I had a lot of background in nutrition. This made a lot of sense to me on a cellular level. And I very quickly was able to explain it to my own patients in a way that was easy for them to understand. So I would give them a little bit of introduction as to what deuterium is. It's a form of hydrogen. The only difference between hydrogen and deuterium is deuterium is a hydrogen but with an extra neutron and it makes it twice as big and twice as heavy. And because of that size and weight, since it's a hydrogen, it can form water. And it's very important if we get an imbalance between the hydrogens and deuteriums in our body as far as cell physiology goes. So as much as I had always done a lot of nutrition and functional medicine, I realized, wow, this is really working on the subcellular level. Now we can really find out what's going on from the very beginning. So I just easily explained to my patients that all of our cells have a mitochondria, which most of your um, listeners will know about. Some people don't, so we just explain very simply that it's the little engines inside of our cells that makes our cellular energy. And this cellular energy is required for all of the trillions of physical and biochemical reactions that are occurring in our body every second. And people caught on pretty, pretty quickly, my patients did, that um, that actually makes sense. And I would explain it rather simply to patients like this. Imagine your car engine. If it were to get very thick, heavy oil in it, your engine could not go and you could not get to be where you want to be. What would you do about that? You would pour very thin oil in to dilute that heavy oil out. So I explained it to my patients, you know, in relation to deuterium, we need to make sure that there's not an overload of this, what we call heavy water, due to excess deuterium accumulating, and we need to dilute that out. And fortunately, our scientists have come up with ways to measure deuterium levels and also um, methods to manage it, deplete it. And we teach patients a whole 360 degree lifestyle program so that once they've got their deuterium levels in a good position, they now, for the rest of their life, have learnt ways how to manage it. So my patients very quickly said, I want to know what my deuterium levels are. 
And then the next question was, or uh, comment was, well, I know someone with cancer or Alzheimer's or diabetes. So we started our own clinic, but we quickly realized we needed to <laughs> share this with more than just our local clientele. And so our goal now has to be to share this information with you, your listeners and the world in general. Yes, and I have so many questions that would just sound so interesting and compelling, but let's let's lay a foundation. So what exactly is deuterium depletion and and what methods can be used to deplete deuterium? So we know you mentioned uh, water. So just expand a little bit on that. So, so when you think of deuterium, it, it's a very it's so very interesting because it makes it it sounds so scary, you know, deuterium. But it really, it really <laughs> sounds does. very it's, serious. It, yeah. yeah, it sounds serious. It really is everything in the world has to do with hydrogens. We're six the six we're sixty six percent hydrogen on this planet, and even the Big Bang that when we that created Earth is was simply hydrogens making deuterium. That's what it was. That's the pop that we heard. Or you know, I'm that old that I heard. I heard, that, you know, I heard it the, too. <laughs> so that's the pop that we heard, and so. This deuterium, and if you, it's so funny because if you listen to the story of deuterium, you'll now hear it on Star Trek and you'll hear it on all these shows since we start talking about it because it is consistent with life. Okay, so that's what I want to tell people first. It's not that it's a toxin, it exists on this planet. It always has, a, you can't live without it. The problem is that the way we live, our lifestyle, the foods we eat now, we're bombarded by it and our bodies no longer can get rid of it. So what do we do? At the Center for Deuterium Depletion, and it's a really a complex group, you know, it's like a, we use it as a catch-all name because again, there's so many pieces of it. But what we really do is research to prove how it works and to understand that. Our really mission is to actually have enough knowledge to make cancer a choice. In other words, for everybody to know exactly what they have to do and to give them the choice to do it or not. And the second thing that we really do is we, we go out and we talk about this all over the world. We just opened a deuterium depletion center in Italy. We just opened three in China. Uh, um, we'll be opening one in Norway. So this is going every place and going very, very quickly because within five years, what we do in this understanding of basic science, we always say we're, we do functional biochemistry right. is what we try to tell people. It's not magic, it's just science. It's just basic biochemistry, which we don't have to prove. <laughs> if it's not right, we're in trouble because this is what all things are, are, are based on. So deuterium depletion, it, we simply have been studying the way your body depletes it it depletes it via the way you sleep, depletes it via the way you eat, depletes it via the way you get rid of toxins and metals and all the things that you do, all these little thousands and thousands of pieces that we already know about. I mean, I mean, this is, I'm not telling anybody anything they don't know, it's simply now we can measure it and we can tell you if what you're doing works for you or not. And that's really what the Center for Deuterium Depletion does. And we use everything from deuterium depleted water to light. So I'm a quantum biophysicist. I always laugh. I go, you know, there's a lot of people that talk about quantum biophysics. My name happens to actually 
BQ, so it actually could be quantum. <laughs> I don't want to say anything, but, you know, I kind of claimed it, claimed it for my own. But we, 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 we use light, we use stress, we uh, how, to, uh, how to decrease your stress, acupuncture, chiropractic, all these things. But the most important thing is we don't, we back it up with, like, with tests to say it's real because there's too much, and my favorite word, bullshit out yeah. there right now <laughs> with people making claims and wasting people's money. And our job, we're a great unifier. We don't, we're, we're diagnostic, we're agnostic to all these things, and then we'll test it. And Wendy, we'll tell you, here is the evidence. Here is the truth. Use it. <laughs> and yes. that's really, really, really what we do. Okay, so you can test for how much deuterium you have, correct? So what does this test entail? Well, um, you know, so, so it was, this is um, a, um, a breathy, what we call part of our determinator test, but we always say it's our determinator, but it won't be back. I'm sorry, <laughs> bad jokes, but I have to this. I'll just keep doing them. So we invented this about three years ago, and it's for the first time, this is the first time in the history of man, now think about this, that someone has been able to measure deuterium within a person's body. So deuterium, the, the uh, no first Nobel Prize for deuterium was given in 1931, 32. It, it was deuterium was discovered in 1931, and then the Nobel Prize was in 1934. It was 1934. So, American. and then the last Nobel Prize. Now, there's been four given for this. The last Nobel Prize was given in 2016 for discovery of the nanomotors, which is that important part of the mitochondria, yes. the thing that makes makes that makes your energy. They're like turbines. Yeah, that's a perfect. Yeah. and not only like turbines, but what I like to leave with people to understand, you have more of these nanomotors in your body, in your single body, than there are all the stars and all the universes. And that's that alone should impress the frig out of you. Yeah. It's just that <laughs> many. Yeah. You make so much energy from that that it's like uh, that that's almost as if and just pointed to me, how many are there? Well, we do know that in an average man there's about 70 trillion cells in an adult man so we average it out to 35 trillion cells in your body and um, each cell has around about let's average it out a thousand mitochondria the heart and brain have more they use a lot of energy skin and ligaments have less let's average a thousand mitochondria in each of these 35 trillion cells and in each cell there's around about 320,000 nanomotors. So women, we're a bunch of it's a nanomotors. It's very important to take care of. So we want to maximize our nanomotors, right? And your, it's all your body. This is the most amazing thing is that's all your body. Everything is built around that in your body. And it's not, it's, it, it's not that we, you know, it, it's, it's just once you understand that and all your biochemistry and all your physiology, and the reason you have three layers of skin is all about keeping the deuterium out or, or, or ways to limit it. It's all about this, all about exchange them. And it's amazing. For instance, in oxo breathing we talked about, it's a very important part. So that's the reason that you can go without food 
for, I, I fasted for 72 days last year. So I know you don't have, you know, food's much too overrated. So you can fast a lot. You can go without water, contrary to popular belief, for seven or eight days. So you became a, a deuterium breathitarium well, for no, 72 so days. Well, it, it was hilarious. <laughs> I always say, I keep asking patients to do things. Let, let me try this. And it went a week, then a two weeks, and three weeks. Uh, I, I must say, I, it's not true. For 72 days, I did have six Brussels sprouts for Christmas. Okay. Yeah, so, <laughs> yes, I, wasn't, I wasn't really good. But you, we, we, you keep doing these things. And so you got, you know, oxygen is a very important. And breathing is so important because breathing com- oxygen binds with hydrogen to make water. And it binds with deuterium with morbidity. In other words, if it sees deuterium, it's going to bind it first. Make heavy water so now you can urinate it out or poop it out or breathe it out and get rid of it out of your body. Mm-hmm. And so we also know that as you get older, you can see how hard it is for people to breathe. Because it's getting harder for them to breathe, then they can't remove the deuterium. So it's what ages you. It's, it's, it's amazing. And what makes you, the deuterium levels are the things that make you stress. It's the things that make you not as smart. It's the thing that makes you gain weight. And it's, it's just so freaking amazing how we studied this and how we've done so many things. And now we are finding how simple everything is. So. And so when people have excess deuterium, so you said that it ages you, um, is, does it have implications in disease or health conditions? What, what does someone feel like or what kind of symptoms do they have if they have too much deuterium? So... We now know, and, and being somebody started in molecular biology, we now know that almost all of the major uh, diseases that we have, whether that be obesity or diabetes, Alzheimer's, which is diabetes 3, cancer, fatigue, you know, you can't name cardiovascular disease. All of these diseases are not genetic diseases. They're metabolic diseases. And they have one thing in common, bad dysfunctional mitochondria, which means bad dysfunctional nanomotors. So all of these things are related. So what do you see first? And Dr. Cooper, she wants to tell some of the things that you'll see. Uh, Everybody varies because everybody has their own, let's say, Achilles heel or their weak area, which once that becomes unfunded, due to lack of cellular energy, may be the place that will show up first. So people do have variety in um, cellular dysfunction showing up. And it is said to be about 85 to 95% of all disease are um, related to mitochondrial dysfunction. So there's many areas where this can show up. Generally, people will start to feel a little fatigue. And that can lead to uh, weight issues, um, less motivation to go out and do things, which can lead to... um, you know, moody, mood issues, people can get depressed when they don't have this energy to accomplish what they want. Cognition can go, they don't think as clearly. Uh, a lot of the time people do start to gain weight also and have the inability to lose it. Um, deuterium goes along with inflammation, so people can have aches and pains. And eventually down the road, as these things build up and uh, less areas are funded properly for your body to have this cellular energy to do what it's supposed to do, which is actually heal issues along the way, and repair, 
um, it can end up being uh, more uh, serious metabolic conditions, such as our doctors really focus on as cancer and Alzheimer's and diabetes. Autoimmunity is very involved. The ability to produce your own hormones uh, and vitamin D is involved. And when you really do think about it, uh, a cell without energy is dead. And every single function that occurs in your body is related to uh, cellular energy driving that to be able to function properly. So, you know, we do definitely focus on the cancer, but when I learned about this, I work with, you know, the general population. It just made me go and think about everybody and how could this be happening with them. It it just is quite simple common sense. We can make it, uh, scientists understand it, we can make it very, very complicated, but for the general public in simplistic terms, it's really understanding that do not mess with your motors. <laughs> Don't mess with your nanomotors. And it's not that we have, it's very important that we have so many nanomotors, but it's also very important to know that it's constantly rotating um, these protons, these hydrogens through them. So it's, at, at, you know, I've got numbers here, but there's, you know, so, there's such big numbers, it gets to be ridiculous. So it's just very important to make sure that these nanomotors are protected. And our body is very intelligent. It has many mechanisms in place to keep, pushing this deuterium away from our nanomotors. And in fact, we all learnt about the Krebs cycle in chemistry and biochemistry, and that's where we learnt about the production of ATP, which is our fuel, the energy that we make. But in that process, now we've learned that as well as producing ATP, it's a cycle, the Krebs cycle. And along the way, it's recycling hydrogens. So every time a deuterium comes along, we are designed to push that deuterium away and replace it with a regular hydrogen. And that's why it's going through so many steps through this cycle. So we've now learnt that we actually make this own deuterium-depleted water inside our own cells. And that's very important because that gives us a lot more control over this situation that has, has become more out of our control, such as it being more in our environment, that's a little bit out of our control and and we do have more we are here to educate people so that they can make better decisions about how much deuterium they eat and drink and breathe and that they can have control mm-hmm. over those things. And I think it's really interesting when this is where we the intersection between what you do and what we do comes into sight. Because if your deuterium if your deuterium levels become higher, that's when these aluminum and all these other things become part of who you are. Uh, they're, uh, the higher levels breed this type of thing. And so what you do in the detox is get rid of something that your body naturally should be able to do and to be able to hold off, even though there's just like deuterium levels have gone up. So have all of these things that you have to remove, metals and things that you have to remove from your body have gone up. But again, deuterium levels make things much more difficult, keep you healthier, or lower deuterium levels keep you healthier because it gives you more energy and it also gives you the right shape of bowel molecules, your enzymes, your, your to work. And so it just makes you the person you're supposed to be. Yeah, so you're saying it makes it easier for body to detox, remove heavy metals and chemicals if you don't have this roadblock, which is higher than normal deuterium levels interfering in that process and other you know metabolic processes too correct that, that that's correct we i i love what you do because again it's 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 the same approach that we talk about cancer and it's not that that the standard of care cancer treatments don't work 
they work kind of, but they work so much better if your deuterium depletion levels are lower. The same way goes with being able to detoxify organs in people. It, they do work. It's simply with deuterium levels at a low, where they're supposed to be, they work much better. Or your body is more efficient now at, at re removing toxins because it has the energy to do so. The same way it's more efficient at extracting nutrients out of your food, your body just becomes more efficient. Mm -hmm. Yes, and so, so tell me about the mitochondria cleanse that you do at your clinic and, and how that works. What does it entail? So when you look at the mitochondria cleanse, it's one thing, it's, it's something that we invented really for the wellness people. Is we, we work with a lot of, I mean, our, our calling is for really people that are metabolically diseased. But the best way to fight cancer and to fight diabetes and to fight uh, Alzheimer's and aging is not to let the shit happen. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it's just... So what we did, we came, we, we decided to look at all of the ways the mitochondria are hit and, and, and when you start early. So what happens is deuterium levels get too high, so the nanomotors don't work uh, well enough. And like Ann said, the water, the, the oil gets gluggy, gets too thick. So we have deuterium depleted water for that part. We use NAD because what we're able to do is once you start up this energy and an animal to start working better, you need electrons to carry these electrons to this Krebs cycle, this electron transport chain. And so we add NAD appropriately because you actually need it. Quite frankly, NAD by itself makes no sense. But NAD, when you're increasing in energy, the need for energy makes sense, especially if you're not getting enough electrons from going in the sun or going in the stars or nature. what you're eating, right? And, and that's the catch, you know, again, it's just a, sub, it's simply a supplement for something that exists naturally. We also have uh, one of the things that I help create, which are uh, exogenous ketones, which uh, probably is one of the first people, one of, the, one of my career, one of the things that I help create there were other people involved, so I'm not saying I'm the only person, so, or even the most important. But these exogenous ketones are great because it feeds your brains and feeds your muscle while you can take your carbs and glucose down. And you're just as powerful, you're just as, 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 as cognitively aware, because this is probably what our ancestors did. They lived off ketones and not glucose, right? So this is natural. And it has new, we add a nootropic which allows you to think clearer and faster. So what that means is every single organ in your body, every single mitochondria body is working better and your mind can stay sharp and focused to use that extra energy that you're making to repair what it needs to do. So that's what our, it's truly, it truly is the only, I mean, I, again, it's, it is a mitochondria that's clinically based and that really, really really works because it's just science yeah i don't and think our ancestors were doing sunday brunch and eating <laughs> breakfast lunch and dinner with snacks and they were living off ketones yeah, <laughs> not carbs uh, like well, they always, yeah they were they were usually big lunch and dinner and not going to lunch and dinner so yeah yeah they so. were like running trying to find some meat well we just actually published a, 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 just a paper and this your your audience may be very interested is the way we even became man 
right? But when we've been, we've been that link between that monkey and people was because a group of of the of our ancestors uh, who are still walking on all fours would follow. They they couldn't hunt, so what they would do is to follow mammoths around, and then when the tigers and lions and things killed the mammoth, they would go up, crack the skulls of these animals. They learned to do this with large boulders, crack their skulls and eat the brains. With the omega, omega fats. Yeah, Yeah. and the marrow. That's how we became man from this keto, and the paper was just published three weeks ago. We're going to, we've written them to explain how this works and we're going to co-author a new paper. And so then what they did was to take that large mammoth and pull it into these steam right to the springs that were hot. And they started cooking these animals instead of having to break the brains. And we started eating cartilage. And that's what gave us the the, 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 the thumbs. Now we have the ligaments and things to make. That's why this is from a deteriorating depleted diet. And it never could have happened at any other time because there's no animal that big anymore. We can't, it was, it was just, uh, it's just amazing how science goes together and says, now you're man. And that's why there's not other kind of men out there because it was over, you know, as soon as it started. But it did give us who we are today. Bigger brains. So you're saying Bigger we brain. should be eating bone broth and mammoth brains. That's yeah, we're, yeah we, got, we got that bone broth there. <laughs> right there those mammoth brains. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, sorry. Deuterium depleted water. So let's talk about that. So what does that entail? So how do you deplete this water of deuterium? And then, so essentially that pulls the deuterium out of our body. It helps to detox it. So if we look at it's it's made on a set, our found one of our founders, Gabor Samoji, he is a person, and I always kill his name, so when he hears this, he's going to laugh at me. Shamali. Shamali, yeah. I think These Hungarian names are tough for me. But, <laughs> but he is a person that invented He built a uh, the first deuterium depletion uh, water tower just for just for water, and he did that with the Romanian um, Academy of Sciences a long time ago, and he discovered this while I was doing his grad school, uh, his, his, his work in grad school. But anyway, it's a tower that's 70 foot tall, under pressure and you deplete you you deplete water by running it and removing the trim in these continuous distillation this is something you cannot do at your house you cannot know you can't you can buy all the machine you cannot because if you could we would you know it's a, so and by doing this and always likes to say it's not what you put in the water it's actually for the first time what you take out of it and so the deuterium's are lower, lowered and lowered and lowered, and that's the way it's made. And in this particular, what Garber has done is taken, we use uh, his, which is called Preventa. Uh, we use Preventa because, again, we work with sick people, with people that are very, it's, it's not a drink, it's almost a drug. And it's already been actually, uh, it's already been licensed as a drug in Europe for dogs with cancer and cats with cancer. It's already passed. And we've done four clinical trials. So it's made in what's called a GMP facility, Preventa, because the GMP facility means it's drug grade. So every time you drink it, you're knowing you're getting the exact amount you're supposed to get. Unlike, and there'll be a, there's going to be, with us out there talking about it, there is going to be a deuterium depleted water on every friggin' corner soon. But 
it's not the same. If I'm going, I tell people that all the time, I lost a wife and a daughter to cancer. And I didn't do it because I didn't want to spend the money. Get the right thing, the right tools to do the right job. And so we really believe in using this and we're doing clinical studies. We are an RRB through UCLA. So we're, we're, if this is not a money-making thing, this is really a fact-finding thing that we do. And so for, that's the way it's made. Now, in the future, maybe we can come up with other ways, but we've been doing it for 30 years and haven't figured a different way yet. Oh, wow. Yeah, and so when you drink this water, it helps to attract the deuterium and pull it out of your body? Essentially, a, you know, same way the thick oil, it's like a flushing or a dilution mechanism that's happening in your body. And yes, there are, will be many detuned depleted waters out of there, but it doesn't mean it's therapeutically <clears throat> valuable. That You can say it's detuned depleted, but it may be just such a small amount, but you can still say that. So just be, have, yeah. be sure that they check and have someone monitor them along the way properly. And um, so as far as the, we use the detuned depleted water uh, initially because it works very quickly and efficiently to lower deuterium levels. And we know that because uh, between their baseline test and their follow-up test, which is done in four to six weeks, we see the numbers come down into or close to what we call the desired range, which is fabulous. Most people are on the water for uh, a minimum of three to four months, up to more than a year, depending on their situation. Everybody has various degrees of health or decline in that range. We know better once we do their baseline test and follow up with them. Um, but yes, we use the water, but essentially we use nature, which includes air, which is the breathing techniques, food, which we discuss and make sure everybody knows which food is high and low in deuterium so they can manage that forever, water via consuming the DDW, but also encouraging your body to make its own deuterium depleted water. Um, sunshine and light therapy is very important, which is rather a big topic in of itself. Uh, appropriate movement, we want to make sure people are not overdoing it, but also maintaining or building their muscle mass. Uh, and also mindset, we want to know where people are at. There's some people have been through a lot. We have to help people, you know, make sure that they can follow through to be successful. We want to know about their uh, support systems at home and in their families. That's the basics. And then from there on, we kind of tailor it as, on an individual basis. Yeah, and what kind of foods are high in deuterium, just out of curiosity? You know, I, I can almost ask you the question. I bet you can I tell me what kind, right? The things that we always talk about, high-carb foods, processed foods, GMOs, grains, grain-fed animals, everything we already know that's not healthy. They're not healthy not because it's a carb. It's not healthy because the carbs carry deuterium on them that's just oh. sugar right that's just sugar so or hydro hydrogenated oils it's not because it's hydrogenated it's because they're made with tap water and they take these high deuterium and put it if you can make a donut that was low deuterium it's as good as a steak your body does not care what it eats it only wants the hydrogens from it right you just want that to be have low have high percentage of hydrogens compared to deuterium. And when I say high, I mean, remember, only five, or only about 6,000 or 7,000 hydrogens are deuterium out of a million. So it's very, very small, it's, it's rare, but it's like having terrorists, right? You don't need a lot of terrorists to cause this damage, you just need a few. And our body has broken down, its defenses 
has broken down to where it can't get rid of these terrorists. I guess it's the best way to think about it. Yeah. And so how does that relate to, say, hydrogen supplementation? And do you think that that's beneficial to take hydrogen substances? There's a, you know, a few coming out on the market. There's mega hydrate and there's and other ones out there that supposedly you know, feed hydrogen to your body. What are your thoughts on that? Well, it's, here's the science. <laughs> it's very simple. And people can, and God bless them, but just send me something to prove, my, to prove us wrong. Everything that we've tested, if you make hydrogen supplements from tap water, all you're doing is taking tap water and putting it a, and making it appeal. So the deuterium hydrogen ratios are the same. Okay, so it's not going to help. It's you know you can force more hydrogens into a glass of water. Great if you could force more hydrogens without the deuterium, that would be fantastic. But that's not what happens. Since tap water is high in deuterium. Yeah, yeah, it's just they're just it's high. Now there are some that you can breathe in, right? They have hydrogen machines that may work, and it may. We're willing to test it because because the, the hydrogen is lighter than deuterium, and so if you vaporize it. And you only, and that means the vapor may be lower in deuterium. So it's not the hydrogen that's doing it. It's simply boiling it and making vapor. Get a towel, boil some water, and put your head over it if that's what you want to do. You can save your money. Yeah. So that's it. That's and and I wish you know again we we wish that it were true, and it may have other therapeutic advantages. It may indeed. But it has nothing to do with being lower in deuterium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. what we like to tell people. Okay, great. So tell me what it is that you do at the, the Center for Deuterium Depletion? Like what resources are available for people interested in, in testing and managing their deuterium levels? Okay, so we have a website which is uh, www.ddcenters.com. That is a good place to start. A lot of people also have fortunately looked at various podcasts and they already come to us very well informed, which is great because the general public are really um, taking to this and understand it and really want to utilize it. Go to the website and you can get a lot of information on there. You can get a 10 minute free. Uh, phone consultation with our staff to get a little bit more information and you can also book consultations with our doctors from there and uh, we will take an intake from those patients and then we will provide a 360 degree program for them educate them about all these methods that they can utilize track them and follow them along the way and and, and we have again people think that we're we always last we're overnight successes have been around for 30 years so we've treated over 10,000 cancer patients alone already. Um, we've published over 100 papers in peer-reviewed, not just peer-reviewed journals, but top peer-reviewed journals. And I will say that both Gabor and Laszlo will win the Nobel Prize someday for the work that they've done. I have no doubt about that. I've worked for a few Nobel laureates already. And so the in the in. So what we really try to do is, instead, not only do we do these things, but we work with people like you who have a, a mission and an understanding of something they're doing to make people healthy. And then what we do is come in and try to explain it to see if that what that relationship is to deuterium depletion and how can we make what they do better. For instance, one of the things I think would be super neat 
would be to do a pseudoclinical trial to where the people that go on your detox, they use a deuterium depletion, they take their deuterium depletion, their deuterium measure before they do it, and they, they take the deuterium measure when you say it's over, and we see if the deuterium level's down. And what we'll most likely find is what we find with all like cancer treatments and athletics and HIT, that for some people, you'll be able to show the deuterium levels go down and it's working great for them. And others, they need to do it longer because their body is still broken. And that's what we come to the table. And this is, like I said before, it's very simple. We simply take this and all you have to do is blow in it for 10 minutes, spit into a tube. And this is more, knowing your deuterium levels are more important than knowing your weight, to knowing your glucose, to knowing cholesterol. cholesterol. Why? Because your deuterium levels determine all those things. You just don't know it yet. Your kids will, but you just don't know that yet. So I would love to get to, Wendy, I, I would love to work with you guys and to tell your people out there that we want to do this because it's just going to make your life easier. You don't have to drink deuterium depleted water. I believe that what Wendy's doing works. We just want to show scientifically for the first time how it works. Yes. That's all. Yeah. And is the deuterium test that you do, is that in uh, in person in a clinic or is that something you send to people? That's what's really neat. We invented this and we send this around the world. I Great. Mean, we get kids from China and sweet every day. It's just, and it, and it came to us in a dream. I mean, it's just hilarious, but... And it's it's so simple. It's you you can't screw it up. Well, yeah, you can't. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> oh, right. It sounds very not simple. Not many people do. But it's just breathing. You just breathe in. They can do it at home. And That's you send fantastic. it to us back in a little too. It's so simple. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, I would love to try it. Obviously, um, it just it sounds so interesting, so compelling. And can someone? say buy the deuterium depleted water without doing the test first or do you have to do an assessment first to see where they're at before you'll say prescribe the water well here's what we do on that we talked about that cleanse for people that are well so we talked about that so for people that are well they can do the cleanse and if you you're healthy do that go on with your life if you think you're metabolically challenged what you need to do is to set up a consult because while this is not dangerous at all to, be, to people, we want to make sure it's done right because that's what's going to make it effective and to set you up to be healthy for the rest of your life and not healthy just while you're doing the tearing depleted water. That's, we don't believe, we're not Band-Aids. We don't believe in Band-Aids. We believe in fixing the cause of the disease and not the symptoms of the diseases. So yes, we suggest, highly suggest, Matter of fact, I would go further. I don't want you if you don't want to do it right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. That's, right. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. what we do, right? We're out to prove that this is real. And so we want people that are compliant. And we have so many thankful patients because it really is a life changer. Uh, and, and I'm included in that. And Dr. Cooper's included in that. It's Everybody who works there yeah, has come here because they've had asked to work with this. They want to be a part of this because they've experienced fabulous results for themselves and they want to be able to share it. And so doing a like deuterium cleanse, for, you know, so to speak, is that something you need to do on a periodic basis or you do maintain your levels by, you know, monitoring and then continuing to do the deuterium depleted water 
on an occasional basis? I'm sure it, it all depends on your test, uh, but how often does someone just on, on average have to repeat this? Once someone is finished with their program, their original program, they can get tested once a year. Sometimes the athletes like to get tested <laughs> much more often. Everybody varies. Some people are really interested in checking their own data. But you could do it once a year and then see how you're doing. If you've been doing all of the other 360-degree components, you're probably good to go. But if you've slipped a little bit or had some trouble along the way, then we will you know, advise you on how much water and which PPM is most appropriate for another month or two, get rechecked again, and then you have to go. So you could just get checked once a year mm -hmm. in general. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Like I think one of the things, like Dr. Cooper's, it's even neat because what we're able to do is take a person that's 60 to their 70 to their 80 to their 100, and keep them on the right so, so to because we know what they need and they can adjust their lifestyle to not only what their physiology can do but what they want to do and it's so cool because we see no reason absolutely no reason why a person can't live now to be 200 we I have no doubt about that in good shape yeah we have such we have young kids on this now and we laugh about it because they're gonna look 20 years old when they're 60 that's just it's and they look they i mean where do i sign up yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you look good already Wendy, but we'll get you even better that's right so that's, i mean that's everybody and it's just it's just and the way you feel i mean i know it sounds it sounds silly but it's again i'm so happy because my mission of ending cancer is on the way you get to look younger and feel better and everybody it's so hard to to convince people about preventing cancer, but they seem to want to look better <laughs> for some reason. That's what they want. Okay, we'll go with that. And so, so related to deuterium, so where else are we getting this in our environment? So you mentioned tap water. You mentioned, you know, the bad foods that most people know, listen to this podcast, they should be avoiding. And is, is this related? I mean, can we get it in the air that we're breathing? What are some of the other places that people get too much deuterium? Yes, it's in our water and not just tap water. In fact, it's very sad, but it's almost impossible to find low deuterium depleted water on planet Earth anymore or commercially. So that's why the deuterium depleted water is important. However, we don't want to use it as a crutch, and that's why we teach everybody to think every time they put something in their mouth, they're going to be able to make the choice because they're going to know which is high in deuterium and which is low in deuterium. So the food component is taken care of. And so the air, food, water, and what was the other part? Yeah, it's, it's so, so, so remember, air has humidity in it. That's water. And so you breathe in, even when you're asleep, you breathe in a liter and a half of water a night. So, yeah, it's every place. And it's just so sky high now. So at EMS, right, all these things we talk about have an effect on that. Not going to the sun has an effect on that. So it's not only about, as Dr. Cooper always says, it's not only about what you put in your mouth and eating, but it's how you fortify your body to get it out of you. And that's the thing. It's We are not all, it's, it's fixing this, fixing you and keeping, like you already do, just starting at the cellular level and that cellular level will turn into organs, will turn into DNA, will turn into the new hair on your head, just like you do your hair test. It's the same thing. We're doing, working with a group in China, which is awesome, and, and they're, we're taking hair samples from the oldest people in the world in China, and we're, and we're way into it. 
finding out what the deuterium levels are and what foods have low deuterium and why they're living. It's like what we call a blue zone in China. There are no blue zones because it's a trademark word, which I did not know. Yeah. So if they have, you know, needless to say, since they have more people, they also have more people over 100. And we saw them and they, they're working at 110 in the fields. Wow. It's crazy. It is really crazy. And they, no, they don't look, a, they don't look at 110. They look 70, but they look, it's crazy. It's great. But that's what we're doing. So we're measuring the hair. I have no hair, but we're, we're measuring the hair samples to see really what the deuterium levels are from their food uh, and then trying to figure that out. Interesting. Yeah. So there is a correlation between, you know, a lot of these chronic metabolic conditions and where we live. And, you know, not that everybody's going to um, <laughs> move away from the mountain, but people at higher elevations are breathing in less deuterium because it's too heavy to float that high. It's more so dry. Also, also, yeah. No. But, well, it's less deuterium in that, 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 that they are taking in. So yeah. That's why people in Colorado are healthier. Not because their farts don't smell, yeah. according to <laughs> but because really... They live in the They just live in higher places in Utah. Denver, yes, they Denver do that. Colorado yeah. have less incidence of higher elevations of cancer huh. and diabetes. Interesting. A lot of our clients have um, sent tests back from British Columbia. They're all out in the elderly age, skiing and doing really well. But they are the ones that their baseline levels have come back rather low. Now we can't always all live at the mountain, but we are giving you tools if you don't live there to still be able to manage your deuterium levels as if you're living. In our low deuterium environment. Damn it! I've always lived by the ocean. <laughs> yeah, and we do too. And there's great benefits to that also. So we just make the yeah. great benefits go along with the thing. We improve the things that yeah. aren't so great. Yeah, I think it's very good. So it's going. So we don't want to confuse people. You can live any place. Yeah. But yeah. what's happened is, is that really it usually where we live, at the sunlight, the and we eat the foods that are around there, we can be healthy because it's all. It's, it's all natural and all set up the right way. But what do we do? <laughs> we live in L.A., we eat food from Chile, we get strawberries from Venezuela, we drink wine from Argentina. You know, we're international citizens living in one place. That's what's screwing us up. It's just that it's, it's not, we all know that it's the world, we know that's not the way it's supposed to be. But it's modern life, and modern life's pretty cool, right? It's, yeah, don't we don't know. want to give it up. We just want to enable us to survive in this great technological modern world by managing our deuterium levels. Fantastic. So tell us where listeners can learn more about your work and work with you. Well, uh, you can go to ddcenters.com. Uh, and we'll do two th uh, and you can read everything about there. You can schedule appointments to talk to us. You can go to any of our seminars. We'll have courses. We do a lot of things. We travel all the world doing this. And like I said, Wendy, I want to work with you and we'll talk after here about setting up a study to where we'll invite 50 people and we'll have some decreased uh, prices on the on the test. So, You'll and once we finish his paper, you'll be one of the authors on the paper. I, bet, I would love that. That would be amazing. I would love that. We will. So we'll set that. And so they can call us there. We can get started there. But, you know, again, what we'll do is help them through you. 
Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. So, so interesting. I know you are helping so many people with their chronic health conditions and improving their mitochondrial health and their energy production. We know that mitochondrial dysfunction is at the root cause of so many diseases today. And I, we talk about that a lot on the show. You have to remove every single roadblock that is impeding mitochondrial functioning and deuterium is a piece of that puzzle as well. So thank you so much for coming on the show and everyone, thanks for tuning in to the Myers Detox podcast where every week we cover subjects related to biohacking, upgrading your health and heavy metal and chemical detoxification and protocols. Thanks for tuning in.